that's exactly what we do here, man. Exactly Ooh, what we do. We start on fire. Yes. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the He Said What Radio Network. I am one Mike, and with me, RG, and we're crushing the competition. All day, always. <laughs> you tuned in to the live sports show on the network. Well, not on the network, but on the internets. Yeah, the internet. Simply sports. Yeah, the internets. <laughs> Mike, you're crushing it. I'm trying to, <laughs> man. I, uh, I see this kind of day it's going to be. <laughs> For those who don't know what RG is talking about. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> to zoom, Mike. To zoom. <laughs> oh, man. I'm so excited to be here as always. Man, what we got cracking today? Man, Pat Mahomes is the puppet now. Yeah. <laughs> I am the captain now. I am the captain now. Aaron Judd is still looking for number 62. All right. Of course, we got Mike Isms and tonight's topic fan engagement. Fan engagement. That's okay. right. All right. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, I'm me looking too. Looking forward to all of that. Um, well, I guess we started a little late, so we might as well just go ahead and get this thing started. Because we already know you like, share, and subscribe, so yeah, let's get started. Exactly, exactly. here first before Teresa. I'm King. Oh, that's you. Okay, okay. Yes. You know what's funny about this? You always start. You late. say we always start. This is kind of true. A little bit. We we be um little pre-gaming um before yeah. well, I shouldn't say pre well yeah pre-gaming works for a yeah. sports show. You know what I'm saying? Like we, we kind of talk about what we're gonna talk about and stuff like that. We're supposed yeah. to be on time. Yeah it's kind of difficult especially when the information smothers you yeah <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's like uh, Norbit moments. You, you're pretty swift <laughs> over there. You're pretty swift with the with the jokes. Um, <laughs> something, some things I, I should just keep to myself. Um, but you know, I got to share with my family. I know because we're a bunch of jerks. Exactly. Hey, so how was your weekend, sir? It was terrific. I got to be the bacon over this weekend. It was great. <laughs> you got to be the bacon. <laughs> Tell them about it. What do you mean by that, sir? Oh well, first of all, happy happy 16th birthday to my main man, John. Happy birthday, um, John! Yeah, 16. Oh, the youngest Lord. of 16, dog. I'm O L L L L D. So that was cool. Yeah. Um, so we got yes, to hang sir. out with him. Okay. Um, he went. We went to the one of um trampoline places. Okay. And, and he like it? Yeah, loved it. It was all burnt out. Like, man, y'all gotta get get y'all stuff together. That was. Work. Oh, no, that's, perfect for, that's, that's perfect for you and the missus because, you know, they come in, go straight to sleep. Y'all have. They old now. It don't work now. They old. <laughs> we need them to, we do that back when we had, we had money back then. We would have did when they were seven. Hell, it would have worked out better. We was broke back then. I got <laughs> so, you. Understood. Understood. Yeah. So, um, so then um, on Saturday, I was hanging out uh, with my peeps, and then um, Money Mike called. He said, Hey, I got a spot in the video. And I got to be the fuzz. Yes, crazy. you did. And you played an amazing cricket cop. Yes, but that was a mistake, and I will keep that. I will, I will always say that. That was a mistake? Yes. So okay. let okay. me tell you how this set up, right? I'm sitting in my car. I'm watching the rapper rap, right? Because I'm going to run out and tackle him. Only one problem. I'm 46, and he's 40. So we said, hey, dude. Oh, whatever. Yeah, Teresa, I beat you. <laughs> Losers. Yeah. My haters have arrived. What Man, what's going on, Kim? My haters. Yes. What up, Joanne? Joanne? What's happening? They what's are happening? in the building representing today. Yes. Oh, yeah. Thank you for the food, by the way. She made me some food right before the show. Was starving. Yeah, me. Like Mark. Um, so <laughs> we had this discussion. Like, look, I'm 46, you're 40. 
We're going to try to take, you know, we got you got to be tackled. We're going to go down easy. No one wants to hurt themselves. No one needs a copay. Stop right there. Yeah. All I know is I heard a thud, a loud thud. <laughs> <laughs> Proceed. That's O'Hara's fault. It is your fault, O'Hara. So I got some action. I get out of the car and I grab him. And then he tries to run away, and I trip over his big ass feet, and we both hit the ground. <laughs> but instead of me acting like, I was just like, well, I might as well just go with it and act like I'm arresting him because we're already on the ground. That's right. Way more violent than I played. It was perfect, though. Y'all got it in one take. So that was amazing. Dude, my knees weren't going to do another one. It had one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Hey man, I feel you. I feel you. Just rub some dirt on it. You be good. <laughs> no worries. A- we had plenty of dirt on it. Oh <laughs> uh, man, what a it, that was a great scene though. Like yeah, like I said, one take. That's all it was gonna take though, because yeah, you said you wouldn't do it no more. Well, not don't fall <laughs> into the ground. You know? Yeah, man. It was pretty. It was a pretty violent fall. I mean, it sounded more worse than how it looked. I don't know how it felt. I'm just no, saying it, it was looked- hilarious because I'm like busting out laughing, like because unfortunately O'Hara took most of the like crashing. The, yeah, 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 yeah. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm like, I'm cracking up because I'm trying to keep my composure because the camera's on. But yeah. I'm like, dude, are you sure you're okay? Because <laughs> I did not mean that. I really yeah, you took still the got a rap, like he still had the rap and stuff. So yeah, that was crazy. That was crazy. But yeah, I mean, that's your business. Yeah, man. I guess. I guess. That's why you Scooby-Doo stunt double. That's right. <laughs> they call you in. You couldn't have picked a better uh, a better uh, title, I guess. Yeah, I was inspired today. I was inspired. Okay. All right. I see the, I see the inspiration. Right. Um, well, for me, first off, shout out to I Am Precious. Thank y'all so much for y'all continued support. Especially thanks all of y'all that's actually watching with us or catch us late, you know, on YouTube. Um, is it? Yeah, y'all, y'all catch us all the time. Uh, when we're not live, I, we we definitely appreciate that. Um, but my weekend was was amazing, man. Like uh, shooting a video was super cool. Um, got to be you know out, outside of my character a little bit, so that was fun. And uh, I can't wait for the video to drop, actually. So yeah, y'all too. can see Mike and his Mike and RG in their uh, acting roles. Yeah, because I definitely was acting. I ain't about that street life. I was in before the street lights. I ain't afraid to say it. I ain't afraid. The number one loser. Oh my goodness! I know. Hard on you. That's okay. That's okay. Yeah, she's she's pretty. She's pretty rough. Um. Oh, let me get this queued up. Nothing else left to do, but we might as well just go ahead and uh get into these uh into sports. Let's talk about the NBA. It's gonna be short and sweet. Please, 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 please. So I don't know if y'all been following. Preseason has officially started. Uh, it's usually an exciting time for hopeful teams, uh, except for the Phoenix Suns. You know, <laughs> I don't take this as, as as big of a hit or anything because, like I said, it's preseason. But I don't know, y'all. Instagram and Twitter fans have uh, have spoken, and what I'm talking about is the Phoenix Suns losing to the 36ers. Yes, I said the 36ers, not the 76ers. I was going to ask you about that because I read that, and I was like, 36ers? It's an Australian team. I believe it's Australia. Oh, I could be wrong. Oh, okay. Because I was like, did he mean 76ers or just no. minus 40? No, it's the 36ers. Oh, okay, there's really a touch team. Okay, my bad, y'all. Sorry, uh, no, 36ers good. fans. I, I was today years old. I'm like, 36ers? I was confused. Yeah, and there's been a big deal made out of it, and – Devin Booker didn't help the situation by posting. <clears throat> you remember when LeBron made that speech about y'all got to go back to work? I don't. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that went over really not well. You know what I'm starting to see with Devin Booker? Mm-hmm. Thin skin. And he can't be Kobe. And he can't. Uh, he doesn't like double teams. Yes, because you can't even double team him even in practice so he gets better about getting out of double teams. Yes. Whereas Kobe would say, you need more. You're yes. welcome. Yes. <laughs> so let, let's talk about some early um, early season predictions. You know, nothing here sticks as far as, you know, what you say won't be held against you later on. Mm-hmm. It will just be reminded right up yes. <laughs> as your team is declining. Yes. Um, any team that you're specifically looking at to, you know, be there in June? 
Pistons winning record. Pistons with a winning win. I like that. Pistons with I like a winning that. record. Pistons I'm not sure they're going to make the playoffs, but I think they could. I think all the <laughs> With that, anyway. with what you just said, what you just said, all they have to do is be better than five hundred. Exactly. That's the one they want. I, yep. I, I can rock with that. I can rock with that. Um, oh, Russ ain't go make it to the end of the year with the Lakers. Okay. All right. Okay. 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 I like those two. I'm gonna agree with you with the um, Pistons having a uh, winning record, not by much, but it'll be up there. Like mm-hmm. um, they're. They're gonna, you know, they gotta find that cohesiveness kind of thing. Right. So, but they're gonna be talented enough to uh, to be competitive in most of the games that they're in. Some of the uh, higher seed teams will probably overlook them. I can see that, but uh, I'm with you on that. Uh, I'm interested with, with with Russ. I hope he does make it. Right. I hope Russ can get. I hope Russ can be. Uh, I hope Russ can find his comfort zone with the team, you know, with the team, with this new coach, with Darvin Ham. You know, I hope they, if he decides to come off the bench, maybe he can be firepower like that. I don't think he's deciding anything. I think they're going to tell him what his role is and either like it or he don't. He's going to get the – he's going to get out of there. Because think about it, right? So, and this is no knock to Russ because what he did, the triple-double phase was amazing. Okay. But better people have had to come off the bench. I.e. L. Iverson, Ali, um, Carmelo. Iverson, Iverson didn't want to come off the bench either. But remember, he did it for a while though. Yeah, because he was you know? promised something. Michael Curry was a terrible coach. Yeah, very much so. But at <laughs> least he actually did it. He didn't yeah. argue. He took a promise from a bad coach and then peaced out. Just went on ahead and and peace. And then he, I think he went to yeah. Allen Iverson had to do it. Some people just don't transition good to, off the bench. Like look at Carmelo though. Carmelo actually did a great job with um, his accepting his role in Portland and then coming over to LA. Yeah, so, no, he did know. an amazing job. And yeah. I felt like he kind of got unfairly like kind of attacked. He did. He, said he never wanted to come off the bench. He just was like, as long as I'm, I'm good enough to start, I'm going to start. Which, remember, yeah, that's what you do when you got a damn near Hall of Famer. Remember, it was a long little while before Carmelo even got picked up. Mm-hmm. You know, like teams were basically saying, "We don't want you," and that's what's kind of happening to Russ. I think the Lakers tried to put him out there, and nobody, you know, well, wanted, he's a victim wanted. of analytics too. Yeah, Not and I don't know bean counters and bean counters telling you what the best shot is. A guy yeah. like Russ is not going to fit in anybody who wants to win. Yeah, you know. and then at the, at the at the same time, the, his shot selections are different um, now. Like they're more so all the way to the basket or mid range, and he, and to me, he lost his mid range somehow, somewhere. You know, it seems like between OKC and LA, his his mid range jumper is is not not the same. Well, um, think of it; it's just like a home run hitter, man. Like you can hit a bunch of home runs, but eventually. You got to save rhythm, your body changes, you know, it's yeah, pretty difficult to keep that level of scoring up, you know. Yeah, but I, I feel like, <clears throat> to me, it's like work, you know what I'm saying? You got to practice on that stuff. Just like his three-point shooting is horrible. Well, it was horrible last season. Um, So one of my biggest takeaways, I, I, one of my predictions is that the Clippers are going to be there at the end. I think they're the team that's coming out the West. In the what? In, uh, in June. Oh, wow. that's a bold prediction right there. Yeah, I'm 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 gonna say Kawhi is gonna be healthy, Paul George is gonna be healthy. Kawhi. <laughs> and I think John Wall is gonna be something to watch coming off the bench for, for the Clippers if he's oh. not starting. Yep, Kawhi. <laughs> Kawhi. I, I, I hear you. I believe I hear when you. I see it, buddy. And I love I, that guy. That's my guy. But the, ooh, the funny thing about it is I thought I I thought I'd say that so you can give me crap, you know, yeah. uh throughout the season. Like, uh oh. Not looking so hot, you know. Just wait, I, wait a minute. Paul George hasn't arrived yet, so I'll wait. <laughs> Don't worry. Paul George will show up all through regular season. That I can yeah. count on. Yeah. <laughs> that so I can count on. He's going to show up with a ticket for the playoffs because he's going to be watching them. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, watch out for the Clippers. No, actually, <laughs> I, I tease you, but, you know, I would like to see the Clippers, um, you know, do something. That'd be dope, actually. I think so, man. I do. And then I'll see. It's fun to give you crap about it, though. Oh, definitely. I I wouldn't expect nothing less. And then uh, out the East, uh, let's see if Boston deals Ime Udoka. 
I think they're gonna let him go wherever he wants. <laughs> well, I don't think because like how do you go from anywhere but home right now? But uh, <laughs> I think he probably get in for a bag of peanuts. Man, because how do you do whatever he's done? It goes well over making it to the NBA finals of this following the the preseason, you know, the season before. Well, I don't know. I think what my thing is like, okay, he's done some stuff that we found fundamentally wrong. But who are you gonna get to replace him? Because he's still a good coach. Poor he's a great choices. coach. That's but what I'm saying. He, he's go ahead, go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm just saying poor life choices, but he's still a good coach. Who are you gonna replace him with? You gonna run another Van Gundy or? But you letting him go for a whole seat? To me, you letting him go for a whole season though? Yeah, I mean, that's you though. My thing is, do you want to be the, on the Starver Band Club where they trying to talk about selling your team? Whatever he's done is bigger than just infidelity. Well. He is a single man. It's more like institutional. Like I said, if you went to, like, if someone, another dude went to work and they start sleeping with their supervisor and they got out, somebody got to go. That's just how work goes. I'm going to say this. I think it's, I think it's a lot worse when you have people like Matt Barnes backsliding on taking up for him and then say, let's, let us pray for all the people involved. Yeah, because Matt Barnes. (laughs) Drove yeah, across country to put hands on somebody. <laughs> so yeah, when you're like, "Ooh, wait a minute, that's bad." <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. yeah so yeah. like, I think it's more to the story than just you know somebody sleeping around with the bosses, you know, or whatever. You know, but shout out to Matt Barnes for at least being man enough to admit oh, that he had it wrong. Definitely. So In an out. indirect way, he poured more gasoline on the situation, though. That is true. When the you guy who's, who's known for smoke weed, be like, ooh, I'm <laughs> No, like you said earlier, when he put, uh, when he drove cross cross country to get yeah. at Derek Fisher, yeah. you know, like, like, ooh, 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 wait a minute. Yeah. My bad. You know what I'm saying? That's crazy. I Let's move. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yes. Let's move on to the NFL real quick. Thank you, sir. I think she does have to make sure we're paying attention to the work. The funny thing I'm trying to see is what what penalty is that that the ref is doing? It's like a holding push kind of. Oh, I'm gonna have to look that up. I'm not sure about that. Yeah, I'm gonna have to look that one up. I still don't know. Might be hold. I don't know. We'll see. Holding is this, you know? Yeah. And then you maybe know. he's just making up regular size, like he's making it up. Like, yeah, what's the ref do? Remember, personal foul. He was giving him the business. Yes, (laughs) that was one of the greatest calls ever. Yes. Um, Let's start off by talking about the uh, (laughs) Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs against Tom Brady. In the yeah, okay, all right. Um, Kansas City came off the blocks and took control of this game early. I'm talking about. Straight from the kickoff, man. They made the yeah. guy fumble and never looked back. They scored a touchdown. Then they scored another touchdown. Then I think they uh, got a field goal kicked on. Or yeah, I can't yeah, remember. No, but it was it was, it was like, pretty ooh. it was pretty yeah. brutal. And what's funny about this is that uh, if I'm not mistaken, Tampa Bay was the favorites, and I don't understand how. Because remember they remember they you got Tom Brady's gonna get the benefit of the doubt for being himself. Okay. Right? You can't just say, okay, he oh, he might lose. Because he's already defied the odds over and over again. He has. So yeah, he, I'm gonna get he he gotta show me that he's gonna lose. You know what I'm saying? I'm not gonna just say, oh yeah, he up out of here because he old. Yeah. I keep going against them against better teams that I feel are better teams, right? Um Ooh, Tampa Top keep getting me paid year after year. He gotta prove to me that he can't play no more. And, and, I, and I'm not mad, I'm not mad at you yeah. because uh, you know, he's proven it, but I just feel like there's no Gronk magic. <laughs> so that that that's another <laughs> no issue. <laughs> that's another issue. Um, but the final score was 41 to 31. Um, anything you took away from this game as far it's as respectable because the Bucks are really good at football. So it's not are, like you know, they just ran into a better team early in the season. Let's get some injuries, let's get to the midway point when they run it back, and then we'll see, have a better gauge on. Because remember, um, the Chiefs start off hella fast, and then they get to a point where they start coasting towards the end of the season. So let's see. I'm 
a little worried with that with their age. Not so much just Tom Brady, but like that um the wide receiving core. Right. Uh, they're they're just now like you got Godwin who can't who um to me he can't stay healthy for long long stretches. So I'm worried right. about that. Julio Jones is not the Julio Jones that we knew in Atlanta. Right. Um, Mike Evans is still a beast. And then they have their tight end, which is great. Um, he's serviceable. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's I, he's not bad, but it, the offense doesn't have that power. They still have Leonard Fournette, so that's a big – that's a that's a big uh, running – bruising running back. Right, right. But the defense also has to step up. I think it's too uh, early, though. I think – Well, oh, so, well yeah. we – you know, we had – what is this? A third in the season. We're in week four, so – Yeah, yeah, it's a little early. I'm going to say this. This is where teams – like get rid of coaches, and I'll talk about that when I get to the Lions. <laughs> um, oh man, the Kool Aid! <clears throat> yeah, man, the Kool Aid. Another big game was the Buffalo Bills against the Baltimore Ravens. Did you catch this one? I caught a good portion of it, and I was like, okay. Ooh, "Wait a minute!" Ravens was up most of this game. Yeah, and then and- um, your man was like, "Oh, I'm about to win. Hold my beer." Yeah, I mean the defense. To- <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, Jackson threw an interception. And then the uh, Buffalo Bills marched down the field and scored off of that. But pressure, though. That Buffalo Bills defense ain't no jokes. Man, man led by Von Whoa. Miller. I don't even know how many inter- I mean interceptions, how many sacks and, and pass hurries and rushes he actually has. I, I, I don't know, man. I, I wish the Rams didn't let him go. I wish well, they you did. You know what? It was they money. Can't, they can't um, support the quarterback and him. You know, you got to pay somebody. Yeah, and then you still got uh, Aaron Donald over here too. Mm-hmm. And um, that Ramsey guy that gets ran past every other long pass. <laughs> Just want to let it go, man. The, I can't, the, the you can't of, let him go. He can't, re- can't release a catch out with him. Hey, look, the law of averages shows that uh, that he he plays good defense, and you know, for all those plays that you don't see him getting stops. <laughs> There's two plays he gets burnt that everybody's talking about. But you know what's funny though? What's it's that? like, and we know it's a, just the game is not perfect. But it seems yeah, like yeah. we always get caught just stinking though. When he'll he go all the whole game perfect, and then be that one play where man go pew. And you're like, wait a minute, which way did he go? And then, <laughs> you know he's he running. You know what's you know what's bad? Yeah. It's almost like he's the um like a we'll say an offensive lineman. You yes. never hear, you know what I'm saying? It's always best when you don't hear an offensive lineman's name. Because when you do, it's usually a false start holding or he just got beat for a sack. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> so it's almost like you don't want your name called unless you're intercepting the ball. This and, is true. And it's bad when it's like that because, you know, you <laughs> one play and it's over. So mm. I, I'm not I'm not mad at you because it's always funny when you talk about Rams. You know, I like the Rams. So, and you know, yeah, I, yeah, I mess yeah. with I mess with Ramsey. So. No, Jalen Ramsey is a beast. It's just funny to it's just funny yeah. to tease you about these things. That's on, on top of the fact that it. when he does get beat, it looks horrible. Oh, it, it does, dude. Yeah. I was like, fail. I'm like, but you know what? It, and it's also the attention that he brings upon himself as well. True. You know what I mean? You know, he's not like Patrick Peterson or you know. If Dion got burnt like this a few times in his career, I'm pretty sure we'll be having the same conversation. I can't point out when. Yeah, if he if ever, but I'm just saying. No, because remember, every time you get the best of him, he's just gonna fight you on the middle of the field. <laughs> oh yeah, yes. who was that? He was was that Rising Andre Rising? Yeah. Hey, I, yeah. Um. So yeah, the, uh, Buffalo came back. We talked about that. The final score in the Buffalo Bills game and the uh, Ravens was twenty three to twenty. Yeah, uh-huh. it was close. But I was shocked. I was shocked. I was like, oof. What, what were you more shocked about? The fact that the Ravens came out and, and took a commanding lead or that Buffalo made a comeback? That comeback. Okay. The fact that, you know, they're never out of it. No matter how bad yeah. you're, you know, mashing them up, they're never out of a ball game. And that's impressive. Once I finish up this NFL thing, I'm going to tell I'm going to give you, I didn't, I, I'm going to give you a stat that I'm looking at. And right. uh, it's going to surprise you a little bit. Um. Let's talk about the Atlanta Falcons. Yes. They took care of business and beat the Cleveland Browns 23 to 20. I'm talking about them because their quarterback is, you know, Mariota. Yeah. And he's looking pretty good right now. I looked at the uh I looked at his stats. What I'm about to talk about. Do you know that Detroit Lions quarterback is 
probably the top three, maybe arguably top five quarterback right now in the league, Jerry Goff. I, I wouldn't doubt it. He's thrown 11 touchdowns and um, I believe it was three interceptions, maybe four. But usually most of the games except for one, he's been trailing. So, of course, you can get a lot of catch-up points. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but you, but once you start passing the ball, you know, once you start throwing the ball and the defense knows that, they're going to play you for that and not the run. So it's even more difficult to play catch-up football like that. However, not just that, though. Look at the number – look at the point totals that the Lions are putting up. But who, by the way, lost yesterday um, yeah. to the uh, Seattle Seahawks, 48 to 45. You know, I mean, 48 to – yeah, 48 to 45, mm-hmm. which is crazy because – the. If the offense is putting up 40 points, how are you losing? I'll tell you how. You got the you got <laughs> man, they, they are taking the ball numbers on the offensive side. On the defensive side of the ball, you are ranked 30th. Lions are damn near last place in every category on defense on you know in, in the NFL right now. They're th- ranked 32, 30, 27. Most of those defensive takeaways, uh getting off the field on third downs, all of that crap. The Lions suck defensively. So you know what? It might hey, Glenn, be time. We're going to send you some Home Depot boxes. You know what to do. And we're at the third of the season. So, like, this is the time where they usually make changes. And what's sad about it is that we all just watch hard knocks with the Lions and, um, you know, drunk a little bit of the Kool-Aid. Like, oh, man, they, they're going to play with a different kind of heart, which I am seeing, but – yeah, but when your defense is still like you, and because you know they got some beasts, they still got Rodrigo, they got Hutchinson, so they got some beasts, but it doesn't look good. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, it, 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 it's bad yeah. when your offense is putting up all these points, but your defense is giving them right back up. Yeah, because you know twenty five points usually beats you most. Sure, times, twenty eight. You know they're scoring almost twenty eight points a game. You know what that's like? That's like pouring into a cup of. And it's, and it's got holes in it. Yes, that's exactly what is what, what the what the team's looking like. Yeah, you just described the Lions' defense. <laughs> <laughs> yes, holes everywhere. Yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> so look, before we go to break, let me let me get y'all picks real quick. Actually, you can give it to me right after we come back. But yep. tonight we got the LA Rams against the 49ers. So I'll let y'all ponder on that. And when we come back from this break, I'll get y'all picks. Hey guys, it's your boy, Alan Newman Jr. Um, I am one of the hosts for He Said What, which airs every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You do not want to miss it. We are on YouTube. Make sure you go like and subscribe. Let your friends know about it so you get the alert for every time the show is getting ready to come on. The premise of the show is to have black men and women um, come on where we discuss latest topics um, that are important to the community, trending topics. You never know. It could be about dating, relationships, sex, careers, children. You never know what you're going to get, but it's every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Once again, make sure that you go on YouTube so you like and subscribe so you can be a part of it. You never know what you're going to get. Looking forward to having you join us and looking forward to having you tune in with us. Have an amazing day. Yep. All right. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. So we left off with talking about um, who we're taking tonight. Um, If you're in the chat and you watch um, Monday Night Football as well, you go ahead and give us your picks too. We um talking about the Rams against the 49ers. They're playing in San Francisco, and uh 49ers are giving up a point and a half. So I'll start with you, RG. Who are you taking? Um, I'll go with the Rams because I think you're about to pick the 49ers. Yes, I'm going with the 49ers. And Bree, you can go ahead and put your pick up anytime, any point once you get all your uh your facts together. You know what Bree is doing? She's in the background probably watching the game right now. Yeah. <laughs> That's why she don't show up. She watches Monday Night Football. That is why she is 3-0. and <laughs> She cheats. Cheats, I say. <laughs> oh, man. I'm just kidding. I'm just, a, just hating a little bit because she's undefeated, and me and RG are trying to catch up. Yeah, um, it right, it does. Um, I do Gonna go ahead and move on to baseball. You want to go ahead with that? Oh, Let's... yeah, sure. Bree says the motion is illegal hands, arms, or body. Okay. okay. All right. Thanks. Thanks, Bree. Okay. All right. Yeah, let's go with um, baseball news. Gotcha. 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 
All right. So we only got a little bit of baseball news. Uh, we talked about uh, Albert Pujols getting to the 700 club, which is dope. But we yes. got another um, record we're chasing. Um, Aaron Judge is chasing 62 home runs in one season. Oh. Um, to show you how difficult that is to do, the last person to do it was Roger Maris, and that was 61 seasons ago. Oh. And by the way, Roger Maris caught hell because when he got ready to break, break Babe Ruth's home run record, he got uh-huh. death threats and everything. So at least people are a hell of a lot more civil than they was back when Roger Maris did it. So Yeah, I can see it. And it's funny that we're talking about fan engagement. Yeah, yeah. And, and, the fans and, were mad toxic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> In the least, because they love them so uh who was he chasing? Babe Ruth? Yeah, yeah. Babe yeah. Ruth was um the main guy yeah. at the time. Man. They yeah, he the was babe. straight. Man, it's bad. Man. So, yes. some... oh, yeah. So, um, I think he plays tonight. So, I think he has one or two more games to act before the playoffs. Yeah, before the regular season officially ends. So. Okay. All right. I want to talk about something, too. Um, well, I'll wait till we get to combat sports. Actually, I guess that's coming up. Yep. Yeah, that's all I got left is um, combat sports. All right, let's go ahead and, and knock down some combat sports. Thank you very much. Um, we're going to talk about um, WWE Extreme Rules. That comes out October 8th, 2022. It's going to be this Saturday at the Wells Fargo Center in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Uh-huh. Um, main main events that you want to um, take a, take a look at is um, you got Ronda Rousey versus Liv Morgan for the SmackDown Women's Championship. It is extreme rules, so that means no holds barred. You can hit people upside the head with stuff and all the good things that people would do. Um, the second match you want to look at is Bianca Belair versus Bailey for the Raw Women's Championship. So you got two championship matches. On the card, so that's gonna be pretty dope. Okay, so, can't wait for that. And one of my one of my personal favorites, you got two old schoolers. You got Edge versus Finn Balor in an I Quit match. So in other words, there ain't no pinfall. You got to beat them till they say I quit, which is very fun. Do you think that's gonna happen? Oh yeah, well someone's gonna yeah. It's probably gonna be some shenanigans because usually an I Quit match is also no holds barred, and uh, Finn Balor got a whole crew so. Um, Bree says she's um going with the Rams, and I am writing that down right now. So we got Rams and Rams for RG and Bree, and I am going with the 49ers. So good luck to you all. I actually put money on the 49ers, so we'll see what happens. I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> um, I wanted to talk about. I don't know if you know if you heard this. I just read it today, and uh, the information I'm pulling from is from the Detroit News. It's gotcha. about Clarissa Shields. Okay. She's got stripped of her title. Um, so one day after she was blindsided, let me see. Uh, she got we she got blindsided by a report from Ringside magazine that she would be stripped of her 154-pound ring belt. Her manager, Mark Taffet, on Friday told the news that Ring magazine confirmed the decision and said that it would not be reversed. The messed up part about it is they just now told her this and uh is saying that she hasn't fought at the 154 pound for over 18 months and has no apparent plans to return to that weight anytime soon. Therefore, she was stripped of the belt. She's preparing for another fight and was not told until she felt like she wasn't told to the very last minute. All this is going to do is whoever gets that belt is going to get an angry Clarissa Shields coming back down to reclaim that belt again. That's what I think is going to happen. We'll see because she knows how boxing is. So yeah. with her folks in more MMA, she knew it was going to happen. It's like, I could have told you that. Hell, they strip people for less than that. They do. I mean, if they you're do. not putting money in their register, then they're not going to really care. So as much as it sucks, you know, they probably did her a favor. Because what, they keep cutting weight and jumping from weight class to weight class. You know, especially yeah, eventually it catches up to Yeah. yeah. You know what's crazy though mm-hmm. um, is that she won this belt because it was vacant anyway. So they yeah. just added it into, you know, the fight that she was having in that weight class. They're like, hold this, huh? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's kind of crazy, but <clears throat> I'm pretty sure I could see her going back just for the uh, 
just because she can go back down there and try to reclaim it, you know. But the Ring Magazine title is kind of active, though, B. You kind of have to be an active fighter to keep the Ring Magazine title. Yeah, and I think she's going to go back and get it and make them strip them, strip it from her again. <laughs> right, you know. Yeah, but they said it's supposed to be a fighting to, person's championship, you know. Yeah, yeah. How many how many months did they, they give her? Uh, they said you didn't have eighteen months. Eighteen months. Yeah. So yeah, I, I, I guess I don't see nothing. I mean, I'm not mad about it. I guess, but at the same time, what this article was talking about in the manner that they told her, it was so like. It was in no person. warning or nothing like that, you know, letting her know that we're coming for that belt unless you fight, you know. Right. Uh, um, if you know that the if if you know that the belt is vacant, I feel like um, they could have gave out a couple warnings like, "Hey, you know, you got this belt over here if you want it or not." I mean, you know, we're gonna strip it. <laughs> right. And it and then it's up to the fighter. But if you're not getting if you're not getting any kind of you know notifications or whatever, it's like. I'm just gonna go about my business, I guess. But but it's like, man, ain't I supposed to be doing something right now? Oh yeah, I'm supposed to be fighting. Like, no, yeah. you know you're a fighter. You're supposed to be fighting, you know. So and she is. I think um she's got a fight she's preparing for overseas right now. Um All right. so I'm looking forward to that. I think that's either at the end of this month or next month. I'm not I'm not for sure. Um, let me ask you this. Yes, <clears throat> Javante Davis versus Ryan Garcia. What do you think? Um, I'd be shocked if Ryan Garcia actually fought someone who can actually fight him back. I'd and I would, yes, shocked. yes, man. And I, I felt would the same way. I have a lot more respect for him if he did. I don't even care if he lost. If he fought, stepped up and fought Tank, I would have a lot more respect for him because I feel like he's kind of like Rocky. You know how, how his manager kept picking people he knew he could beat. Mm-hmm. Kind of feels that way now. At first, it does. I it was just bad, bad timing. But now it's like they they hiding you, bro. And I'll tell you from the beginning, man, like, you know, when I became a Ryan Garcia fan, when we was working together, I was like, look at this guy, you know, he's young, he's got speed, he's got power mm-hmm. and all this. And then I, I I was like, damn, I didn't know him and uh, Tank could, you know, eventually meet up. I'm looking at Tank like, Tank could probably kill this guy. He should, but Tank got to be serious in the ring from the point of starting to the, to the, to the end. I don't want to see him come out there because I think Ryan Dar- Garcia is dangerous. I do think he's dangerous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He got hands. But, I don't. Yeah. I don't never discount his hands. I don't yeah. feel like he fights the people he should always fight. And I agree with that one hundred and twenty-five percent. So that's all I have for uh, adding on to your um, <laughs> combat sports. Thanks. I got one more, and then that will be it. Um, okay. We lost uh lost another technically MMA slash wrestling legend over the weekend. Oh no. Um, Antonio Noki, um, famous combat. Sports trailblazer wrestler. He died at the age of seventy nine. A lot of people um, don't know that he was the founder of New Japan Pro Wrestling. Okay. Um, he was actually the first person to have a mixed martial arts match back in nineteen seventy six. Him and Muhammad Ali had a mixed martial arts hmm. match. Okay. In um in um, Tokyo, Japan, and the oh. crazy part is like um, Ali got his legs so up. It ended up being a draw, but. Uh, Antonio Inoki went to the ground and kept leg kicking Ali, and every time he tried to leg kick him, he got got his foot swept. It's a pretty interesting match. So you know, we lost another legend, and um, yeah, prayers up for his family. And um, you know, the wrestling world's a little bit darker without having another legend. So. Yeah, man, and I, I want to give us uh, rest in heaven, rest in peace to uh, Coolio, man. Yes, like, you know we we definitely uh, everybody like Coolio, man. Like he's just a the original hip to me, he was like a the hype man for himself. He was not like <laughs> literally signed to anybody of like, but he was cool with everybody. He had the perfect name. Um, we all love Fantastic Voyage and you know, Gangsters Paradise did numbers. So right. I just want to uh make sure that Simply Sports that he said what, you know, they gave him his flowers here. Actually, you know who he used to be down with. My boy, Dub C. Dub C <laughs> oh, no. circle. He was part yeah. of their crew. Oh, he sure was. He mm-hmm. sure was. And, and you right. know what's funny? West Coast I, for, low key. I forget about Dub C with the. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I just remember him with West Coast Connection. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I forget about him and a and a uh, 
in the mad circle. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why I wanted to call it the connection circle. It just because he, what's that connection <laughs> circle? Dub C is one of the best sea uh, <laughs> walkers I know, man. In real life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's all. I guess that's all the news. Yeah, that is, that is all the news, my friend. Oh uh, man, we skated through that. That was perfect, man. Let's yes, get to sir. this topic. What's the topic today? Um, fan engagement, sir. All right, all right. Let's talk about it. All right, so I'm gonna let's go into the future machine, right? All right. So by this time, we're old men. People, yes. ask, women actually care about the WNBA, and your daughter is the top WNBA star. Okay. Old Mike Johnson, you know. Person with questionable behavior, we'll talk about that off camera because he's sitting in his 80s now. <laughs> you don't understand where I'm going with that. Oh, yeah, you're talking about my yeah. endeavors when I hit 72. Yeah, right. <laughs> exactly. Your yeah. retirement plan. My so, retirement plan. <laughs> oh, Mike Johnson's in, his, in the crowd, and some fan gets up in his face talking crazy. In my face? And, I, and I, I'm an 80 year old. Work with me here. So, okay. <laughs> so your daughter comes out to stand, slaps him, and she gets suspended. Yes. Is that fair? Because I don't think the defense is going to get thrown out. Then he'll buy another ticket and be back in the game being a troll. Well, he shouldn't be able to to come back to the arena, you know, because right. you know, I mean, who's standing over a man in a wheelchair? <laughs> I, I, I figure I'll probably. Well, maybe not. I'm not going to wish that on, upon myself. Maybe I'm yes. still active and I'm good. But yeah. who stands over an 80 year old man and, and 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 does that kind of stuff? So you it's know, same type of coward that walks up on somebody's wife and kids while a basketball game is active and talk crazy to them. That is so crazy to me. Uh, is that fair? No, it's not fair because at the end of the day, these players are human. You know what I'm saying? And maybe a fine, but you gotta have some kind of restraint. Um, as far as players running into stands for their safety and you know for the safety of the fans that's right in that vicinity as well. So, um, yeah, you want to catch a Marcus Smart in college because he put hands on that bozo, man, crazy to him. And could you imagine if that Jermaine O'Neal punch would have landed? It, yeah, if he hadn't slid it, if he didn't, yeah, I mean, if he caught on square, I'm talking full force, not slip. It would have been a wrap. Um, that would have been another Rudy T moment. Yeah, oh, man, it could have died. Mm-hmm. I just – I don't know, man. Like, it, it pisses me off that – so with fan engagement, man, one of the main mm-hmm. things that pisses me off, it grinds my gears. It, I just – I'm just going to call it what it is, man. It's privilege, right? Okay, but we call it privilege. But, you know, overseas at these soccer games, people are dying, son. Did yeah, you just hear it, over the weekend? Yeah. yeah. So, well, let, let me let me stop right there. Let me line stop. You know what I'm saying? I'd be like, "Yo, they over there killing each other." Over let, the let's, Knicks. Let's stay. <laughs> let's stay in the U.S. Let's stay in the U.S. Right for right, now, right. real quick. Let's just stay in the U.S. Right. and then we'll go overseas because that's a man. I didn't see bottom rockets being fired from. But anyway, yeah. Uh, <laughs> here in the U.S., man, it's like. These people pay so much money to sit down on a court just to talk trash to these players. Things that you would not say if you walked up on them in a club or, you know, at the grocery store or anything like that. What gives you the right to talk like this? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know. So, uh, um, Teresa, she, she put up a comment. I'm going to see what she had to say. Okay, let's see. Um, It's about to be another malice in the palace if Mike is in the crowd. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and you know what? I'm going to hold up a sign that says <laughs> Malice in the Palace Part 2. Right. Actually, it'll be uh, – let me see. I got to come up with something for the, the Little Caesars Arena. Right. But I just – you know, like – because true fans just want to see the game and embrace it and, and root for their for their favorite players type of thing. We're not really talking – and I don't even want to say what, what's on my – what's yeah, really on my mind. But y'all are, y'all already – yeah, y'all already know. But I just feel like the people that spend it, that have the money to to sit at these courtside seats because they're not cheap mm-hmm. and talk to these players any kind of way. Like you wouldn't talk to them. Like I said, you wouldn't talk to them like this in the streets. So what make what gives you free reign to talk to them? like calling LeBron LeBrick or or Russell Westbrook, Westbrick, uh, you know, calling these players out no, their name Russell will be super bricks. <laughs> but yeah, like we, we yeah. kid and we joke like that. But. Yeah. 
the fact that he's in the NBA and you're not is enough. Like he's entertaining you. That's another thing, man. We got to get back to the game just being entertaining. But with gambling brought in and, and everything else. You sure? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, because I'm, I'm I'm your casual gambler, right? I'm not I'm not one that's that's so sunk deep into into gambling, but to where these players' lives or whatever. I'm not writing fan letters like, wait, you know how you cut out the magazine? Yeah. <laughs> you mail it to the, I'm not doing that, and I'm not writing Second those. Round KO or else. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> and then you put a fa- put a picture of his family right next to it, or else dot, dot, yeah. dot, family yes. photo. But no, like, that's the kind of crap that's, that's crazy. And we all know fan is short for fanatic. You know what I'm saying? Sure. And how many how many of us really are fanatics? We're just fans, you know. And, and we we like the product that we're watching, and we only want our team, as bragging rights to say, you know, my team is better than yours, kind of thing. So, like, unless you're I a just, Lions fan, you just like masochistic things and pain. Man, Lions fans, man, and, and you know the sad part about it is, once you're an addict, you're always an addict, right? <laughs> <laughs> and, 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 and I don't mean no disrespect to anybody that's really going through it. We're talking sports. We're not talking. We're, talk, yeah. We're talking sports. So. But I'm going to show you how I'm going to walk this thing, you know, side by side. Right, It's right. like the first inkling of any kind of success will have you running right back to that Kool-Aid. Like, look, man, we're changing. We're turning. And they're still wanting to last place in defense. And, like, one side of the ball is great. This goes back to the time. Okay, this goes back to does the time fit the crime? This is from Bree. Yeah. When it comes to a fan striking an athlete versus an athlete striking a fan, to me, to me, it all depends. Like, if I'm judging this, it all depends on the situation. Not so much of who did who who gets hit or whatever. What did the fan do to get singled out and punched? You know what I'm saying? Well, they do so much. Like these people feel like just because you're on TV making millions, they can say whatever they want. Exactly. To. Okay, and that's usually what gets you to beach by Dre. <laughs> <laughs> or Morris Wynn, like choking you out randomly in places. Exactly. You know. and, and that's what I'm saying. So, like, I'm going to be, if I'm judging this, and, and, and I'm, let's say, Adam Silver, the, the, the CEO, I mean, the uh, commissioner Got of the NBA, I'm going to kind of, I'm going to do my best to side with the players as much as I can against these fans. Because if I, I think if I show that, they'll probably show a little bit more. Some of them will show a little bit more restraint, while others would be like, oh, I got more leeway to punch the mess out of, you know, <laughs> the first fan that say something to me. But, but most of their players don't really care. No, they don't. You know what they, don't. they try. They I mean, you got to think about it, right? Most of these players like, look, I'm going to wake up rich. You're going to be whoever you are. So I don't yeah. care. Yeah, yeah, you know, but after a while, you only so many n words and coops and, and whatever, whatever yeah. you gonna keep saying to me, and it might be some furniture movie. There's only so much of this <laughs> I'm gonna take because you would not say that to me if we were in the mall. If That's I was exactly at Walmart and I was LeBron James, you'd be on my job. You think because you paid for a ticket, you think you can say whatever you want to me in public, and that's yeah. where the line is drawn. If you wouldn't say it to that man's face in public, where he can slap you on his day off. They don't say it it at all. You know, it's it's a respect thing. You know what I'm saying? Just like I was talking to you about this, um, and this this was not even – well, it's kind of – it falls in place. If you're a grown man, right, grown-ass man, and you see a celebrity – I'm going to use Drake for example because how many times are you going to beg this man for a signature as a man? Not for your son or anything like that. But how many times are you going to beg him for a picture or autograph or anything like that? If it's my job and I'm going to get No, it's not your job. It's you. I mean, it's not even with it's not even with Simply Sports or anything like that. It's just you're out at the mall. You walk past. You see Drake. How many times are you going to stop and ask him for a picture or anything? Me personally? You personally. I I won't even say Drake. I won't say Drake. One of your favorite rappers, whoever. We'll say like LL or Russ, Russell well, see, Simmons. Most of my legends are rowdy, so I'm like, hey, Onyx, don't beat me up. Love you guys. Love you. Okay. All right. <laughs> so most of my, yeah, I mean, most of my heroes don't appear on those stamps. So I know I'm not going to be fanned out and dapping them yeah. up. And yeah, yeah. I, and I'm, I'm a fan. I'm, a, I'm a super fan of anybody that's out here entertaining, getting money, and you know what I'm saying. Like, seem like they. 
I, I'm a fan of like longevity. I'm a fan right. of you know um, people that do what I do that I wish I could do like uh, do what they're doing. It's yeah. like Jalen Rose, you know what I'm saying, or Chauncey Billups, any, anybody that's in, sure in the area. Yeah, Chauncey's still cool with me, man. You know what I'm saying? Sure. If, if that's okay. hey, look, if that's what I'm competing against, hey. That's gross, sir. I'm proud of you. That's gross. I know. I set but, you up to get you triggered. Thank you, sir. I, you did not fall into the trap. I, I, I appreciate you. You know what I'm saying? To test him. Testing my gangster gear. But anyway, so <laughs> <laughs> my, my thing about it, though, is like as a, as a man, my pride won't let me ask for a man more than one time, you know, for an autograph, a picture, or anything like that. Other than that, it's just, what's up? I mean, you mind if we take a picture? If you say no, then it's all good. You know, yeah. I'm not going to sit there and beg. And I have seen this time after time mm-hmm. after time. Now, if you would have said, now, if it's my daughter with me, I'll be like, you know, uh, Serena, you know what I'm saying? My daughter's a huge fan. Can I get a picture or whatever? I might ask more than once on the strength of my daughter's right here. And it would be kind of cool to get that. So that's where my fandom, that's as far as my fandom goes. I don't even, when I go to games, I don't boo really. Uh, I boo the team. I don't boo a specific person. I did that once, and I okay. felt like I was gonna get beat up. All right, so back in this is before. <laughs> all right, so this is before I realized Jerry Stackhouse had hands. Right? Okay. So okay. It was a piston game. It was up by twenty. Jerry Stackhouse got in there, and he just started throwing up bricks because you know he's going for the all-time leading scoring piston. Whatever. I remember that. Yeah. So me and yes. my girlfriend, we just booing, acting crazy, and he looked over there at us, and I was like. No more booing. No more booing. Because he's not gonna punch her. He's gonna punch me. I know this. I don't want her to get punched, but I gotta take all these, all these, all these meat hooks. So, yeah. yeah. yeah okay. All right. He's making me mad because he's on my twenty, and he's just like brick, brick. He's like, brick. what? What better? He said, what better chance do I have now than to go after yeah. that scoring record? We're up by twenty. Yeah, but he would have been up That's by 15. He had to hit half of the shots he threw up. I'm like, man, come on, bro. I got you. I got you. I'm not we even mad to do, We almost lost. We actually only won by two. We was up by 20. He got in there and started throwing up all them bricks, and we barely won by two. I was like, come barely on, dog. Won. Yeah, so that, that that's amazing. But yeah, man, like I'm not, I'm not out here. I'm not out here going crazy. I'm, I'm watching the game now. Now I'm different watching the game at home amongst my friends than oh, yeah, when yeah. I am out in public because you know we'll say stuff like "Oh my god, he sucks, get him out the game" type of stuff. But at the end of the day, man, we still better than all of us. Yeah, I mean, we 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 say that just because in the heat of a game. Does this yeah. guy really? Is this guy really trash? No. I play in uh, you know, in different basketball leagues where there's super, you know, I played against college players and stuff like that, and you could just see the difference from a person that's been trained by Tom Izzo compared to a, a person like me. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. I got a lot of experience in basketball, but nowhere near these guys. So um, I went up against Kalen Lucas before, and, you know, <laughs> it wasn't pretty. I mean, he was getting whatever he wants. Plus, I mean, you know, size and weight matters, you know, as far as <laughs> on, on the court as well. You know, gotcha. so um, – it, it wasn't pretty, but the experience I had playing against him and uh, Jimmy King, you know, what I'm saying like playing against these guys, they're they're ultimate competitors. So it's like when I'm out there, I just the experience is enough for me, man. I can sit here, I come on the show, and I can talk to you guys about it and and let you know, like, man, I played. You know, what I'm saying that's gonna be my golden ticket story to I all the time. Like, yeah, you right. know, I played against you know Jimmy King. He was part of the Fab Five. But y'all can see, man, I'm repping the Michigan. Ooh, Greens, that's like, right, sir. You know what I'm saying? Actually, it's Mike. But <laughs> indeed, <laughs> just hey. So you think uh, we need to get on to these uh, Mike isms? Yes, I actually have. Um, I have. I'm reading from the book of Ice Cube today, and it kind of, these actual Mike isms actually fit the topic for today. Oh, that's going to be great. Let's get to it. Good evening, friends and family. I am RG Scooby-Doo Stunt Double, and you are listening to Mike Isms. Today we are reading from the Book of Ice Cube, Chapter Lethal Injection, Verse Check Yourself 
before you wreck yourself. Here's reading. Many people take up the mantle of being the voice of the voiceless. I'll say it one more time for the people back. Many people take up the mantle of being the voice of the voiceless. Until the voices turn on them, you're welcome. Got one more. Got one more. This is an oldie but goodie, but many books use this phrase. So, never allow rejection to move you. Say it one more time for the people who hadn't heard this last week. Never allow rejection to move you. Unless your plea deal gets rejected and you're moved from freedom to state prison. We're looking at you, Brett Farr. You're on notice, Brett. <laughs> What's up, everybody? Thank you thank all so much for tuning in and hanging in there with us. This is now my favorite part, of, one of my favorite parts of the show. The whole show is just amazing. But this part right here, Mike-isms, is what I write for. Um, so without further ado, y'all know the saying, we taking this thing to infinity and behind. We say behind because we want to look and just be in amazement of how far we've come. You know what I'm saying? Any kind of any kind of positive, any kind of move you make that's positive, man, you want to celebrate. So celebrate every every chance you get. And I, I guarantee you want to do nothing but get better moving forward. So with that being said, here's the uh, micism for today. Um, this one's an oldie but goodie um, because if you really listen to it, <laughs> you'll see where you see where it's going. Um, the difference between a genius and stupidity is the genius has its limitations. I'll say it one more time. The difference between a genius and stupidity is the genius has its limitations. You're welcome. <laughs> that is so well played. Yes. <laughs> I love it, man. I love Next it. Next week's topic, how we watch sports can change. I think we've actually been in a revolution in our era, Mike, because okay. the way we watch sports has changed multiple times in our lifetime. Yeah, and, so, and- you know, I'm gonna throw gambling in that in, in there as well, and I'm gonna tell you why. Like more now, the loyalty is not there as much as it used to be. True. As far as you know, just pulling for the Pistons or Detroit home teams or anything like that, or Atlanta Falcons. Now we're pulling one to make money, and two, you know, our favorite players might be elsewhere. Think, think it is, brother. Mm-hmm. We were from time delay finals to live action on regular TV to cable TV, to pay-per-view, to HD, to now watching it on your phone. Streaming. And we've seen this from our childhood till now. I can't imagine what these kids will be watching in five more years. It's crazy. And look, they even got stuff where you're virtually in the game. Yes. You know, I forgot what it's called, but um, I know Brooklyn Nets were the first team to do it. We'll talk about it next week, though. I'll have some more uh, info on it. That's right. Yep, yep. So, already I'm going to keep that for next week. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's, uh, let's go <laughs> and close this thing out. I was like, I'll I- go first. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure y'all following me on Instagram, man. You follow me. I definitely follow back. Also, follow me on um, Facebook. Same thing. Um, you follow me at I am uh, underscore one Mike. Um, you catch me every Sunday doing a show with my daughter as well called uh, Aya and Me. It's a show about um, where I'm talking to my daughter, eight-year-old, and just viewing the world through her eyes. Um, mainly talk about whatever's going on in the world, like floods and, um, down south and uh, Florida and things of that nature. Just seeing what how that in- impacts her life and what does she think about it. Just using that as an example. We also play games and we also have uh, audience participation. It's a fun show. Make sure y'all tune in every Sunday, 5 p.m. on Facebook Live. Um, again, I just want to say thank y'all to everybody that tunes in that's been rocking with us since day one. We're going like, I don't know, man. It feels like it's about three years in. Um, it might only be two, but it just feels like we've been here so long, man, and the, and the following that we have has been building. And I, I just love that. So that's all I'm going to say. Thank y'all as always, and I will catch y'all next week. Well stated, sir. Thanks. Oh, yeah. Make sure you follow Simply Sports at simply underscore sports on Instagram, please. And thank you. Yes. Also, follow our network at 
at he said what network. Please and thank you. Um, you can follow me, RG or Games I I. Um, I'm always open to talk about the show, different things. Just so happened to run a gaming channel um called Simply Sports. We are getting close to our 200th YouTube and video offering. Oh, let's go. Yeah, don't, it's time flies when you're having fun, right? It um, does. Don't know what we're doing for the 200th, um, but we're going to do something kind of cool. Um, just by the way, just renew the website. So the website is back and up and running, never left it. Um, if you want to check us out, anything game related or just anything, check me out on Instagram or you can go to our website, 40stillgaming.com and um, check out the merch latest episode. I think we dropped something yesterday. Oh, yeah. Gaming is never fair. So check that oh, out. I like that. Gaming is never fair. No. Yeah. You know, like <laughs> you're always fighting 100 bad guys and they all got the strength of Hercules. Yeah, we kind of little clips, you know, stuff like that. Well, yeah, that's about it, folks. Uh, I do appreciate all your well wishes, and um, thank you for tuning in, as always. Yes. Um, yeah, other than that, got anything else to say, sir? Nope. Peace out. Hey, thank you so much, Bree, <laughs> for all that you do. We appreciate you. Way to step up, Bree. You really put your foot down. <laughs> yeah. Got the weight of the world on my shoulders. <laughs> that's so early. Yes. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> answer the face or something. Yeah, that's right. <laughs>